Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How we doing, Rob? I'm doing really good. How you doing, buddy? Fantastic. You got a little something going on with the lighting over there, I see. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's a Grim Reaper. Maybe my time is up. It's like you're in a witness protection program or something. Yeah. You, ste- you steps outside of the shadow. There you go. That is really weird, huh? Yeah, it's odd. Hmm. Hmm. Anyhow, uh, so Rob, so, uh, uh, you doing some traveling? Where were you last week? Um, yes, as a matter of fact, I was up in the in the great state of Michigan last week. Uh, Rob, I I I love Michigan. I really do. I, I love it there. I love what Michigan means to America. Um, yeah, it's not you know Michigan is not the birthplace of the automobile, but no other state is more renowned for having put the the, the nation and the industry on wheels like Michigan has. I love the fact that, that that's America, man. Big The big three came out of there, automakers, and uh, changed the world, changed the culture, changed the, the, how, we, how we live by making cars in Michigan. And that's still, that work ethic up there, man, they're just blue collar guys that, you know, I, 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 not to mention the scenery, the unique food that's up in Michigan. I just, I really liked that state a lot and uh, enjoyed my time up there and met some great guys. Pure Michigan. Pure Michigan. Absolutely. Pure Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good uh that's a good commercial. I like that. Uh while, while I'm thinking about it, I want to give a shout out to Avril. Uh I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, with uh, works with uh Justin Matson and Matson Hardwood Floors. Uh young kid, we talk about young kids in this industry. I really like this dude, man. Had a lot of energy, he's had a lot going for him. I met him, he just struck me as a uh pretty cool uh, up and coming floor guy. So Yep, that was uh, my week, and um, met a lot of guys, had a lot of fun, and then exchanged some stories, and you know how it goes, Rob. Did you get any fishing in? I did not get any fishing in. Uh, uh, I did on the weekend. I did on Sunday, I think it is. I, I, I know you saw it. I know you saw it. We all saw it. How horrible was it? You know what I'm talking about. The fishing contest? The tournament. Yeah. Oh. Was that stuff in the weights and the walleyes? Yeah. Could you imagine how mortifying that would be to get caught? I mean, they, they don't print enough money to take that shame of getting caught of doing something like that. Where do you go from there? I did that one time. What? <laughs> Please say you didn't. Oh, I did. Absolutely. You did. I did. Okay. Yep. Now, was it a was it a family? Uh, nope. It was uh, every year. The elementary school in our town has a fishing contest for the kids, and it's not biggest fish. Okay, it's not the biggest fish that wins. They have you know catfish, bass, perch, sunfish, bluegill, and they'll just pull a random number out of length, and the kid who gets the fish closest to that link, um, what did I say? Length. 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 What did I say? Link. Length. Length. Mm. The kid that gets closest to that length wins. Hmm. Okay? Okay. So, That's interesting. And the fish has to be live. So Bum and I got up one morning, probably around 4.30, and we were out there hitting it. As soon as the sun came up, lines were in the water. And he did catch a 
beautiful bass. And when we measured it, it was an eighth of an inch bigger than oh, no. what it was what it was called for. I don't like the way this is going. Yeah. <laughs> so I cut the tail. Hmm. I cut an eighth of an inch off the tail. I cheated. Yes, I cheated. So my son would win the contest. How old was Bum at the time? 19? Uh, <laughs> he was in... Uh, I'm going to say he was probably in like the third, second or third grade, maybe third grade, because he was fishing pretty good by then. Did he know that you uh, cut no. the tail? No. Oh, okay. I, I said, boy, if we just cut the tail, man, that fish would be perfect. It would be right on. And he just looked at me and we both laughed. Hmm. And then we got home. He went in to get ready for the school. And uh, yeah, I, I cut the tail. What'd you win? He did not win really he didn't win I, I was like i knew he was gonna win the whole time i'm like oh this is great i'm father of the year my boy's gonna win kind and of he's not gonna know you know mm -hmm. <laughs> another foy father wow. of the year right wow and he came home and and i i said let's see it because i think he got pole tackle box trophy you got a whole bunch of stuff you know and he's like no somebody else won i go you got to be kidding how is that well karma i probably cost him the tournament wow wow by doing a little snipping i'll be darn no yep. kidding and i said to the fish i go this is gonna hurt me a lot more is gonna hurt you but mm -hmm. there you go so well yeah i can't I'm no better. I'm no better than those guys who did it. Yeah, you. but you would never do that with that much money on the line and everything like that. That's, man. Please tell me you wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody knows how I won, how, how my son won the Pinewood Derby. You know, That's the state, different, though. State Pinewood Derby, we just, it's not that we broke the rules, we just, went around rules that they didn't have yeah rob so they said you know what maybe i'm just no I'm not a very good person maybe they that's shoved, it they shoved eight pounds of lead in five fish i mean <laughs> how the hell do you do that that is so so bad man and the I, other thing is don't don't the fish have to be alive i was thinking that like i think walleye i've only fished bass tournaments and i think walleye must be different that they don't have to be alive. They probably wouldn't stay alive. I don't know, but uh, surely that would kill them. So I'm thinking that they don't have to be alive when it's walleye. Um, but um, you're done. Your family, your 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 kids, your wife, your your coworkers, you're a disgrace now. I can't does, imagine. Does that make me a disgrace now for all the listeners out there? You're a disgrace. Well, I, I, I know you too well. I'm going to have to give you a pass because it was just a little small little. Look, I'll cheat, my, I'll, I'll, a, cheat, I'll cheat. I'll cheat. Like a game of Monopoly, you have to watch my hands. Like I, I get very competitive, but something over money like that, man, no way. How much money was involved in that tournament? Oh, they won three over $300,000 last year. Oh, God. I'd have cut the fish. Yeah, definitely. What if? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's, a lot of, it's a lot of money. How do you shove eight pounds of weight down the mouth of a... It, you have to ask them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe they made a video. 
Yeah. I'm surprised one day if someone doesn't shove Wade, Wade down I'm there. Su- I'm shocked that you don't see more of it. Mm-hmm. Well, let but, me tell you something. I, I might be naive, but I've always said fishmen are super honest and uh, the tournaments are run fair and square and there's no cheating. And I've always felt that way. I felt like most guys, there's a standard, but I will tell you, I, I remember that uh, was a tournament. These guys got caught cheating where they caught the fish ahead of time and they like tied them to a dock and they picked them up in the morning. But the dock guy that owns the dock found the fish swimming there tied up. So he called the De- department of fish and game. What they did, they took a, like a, a punch, like for like a paper punch. When you lift up the dorsal fins in the back, like he would put a paper punch in between the, the fins. You know what I mean? So yeah. when they came to weigh him in, they saw him with binoculars and everything. And they said, uh, you, all right, well, you, you sure you want to weigh these in? Yeah, yeah, we want to weigh them in. So they uh, they busted them. So, yeah, too bad. Now, I, uh, kinda, I tried to do that in a striper tournament, but we went out <laughs> striper fishing the day before. And I thought, you know, if we catch something really good, what we could do is just, you know, tie a string around it and then hook it to the bridge and then zip out the next day. See, God got me on that one. Three days we fished, not one striper. It's like I not don't one. even know you. Oh, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm bad. I know. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't say I was going to do that, but I thought, geez, what happens if you do catch a, just a mammoth striper that you know you could win? See, a novice fisherman would think that way. A serious fisherman would not would not approach it like that. I've I have to. Believe I that. I said that out loud, but I don't think I could have done it um, if because my son and and uh, my cousin were on board. I I don't think I could have done it in front of those guys. It'd have been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. All right, thief. Anyhow, what do you want to talk about uh, today? <laughs> You've never cheated. You've never tried to bend the rules. Uh, for money or something? No, no, I would never. No, I, I seriously would never have done that. Now, now, if I'm, if I'm betting against a friend for lunch, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Yeah, I've, uh, my friend Paul and I are so competitive, man, that I would absolutely do whatever it took to beat him, bar none, bar none, because he is ruthless when you play when you bet against him with anything. So, but you know, against people I don't know and stuff like that. No, I only cheat my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Do you cheat at liar's poker? No. Uh, I've never really played liar's poker, but I would have to. Yeah, that's, the, that's the whole game is cheating with that. That's what I yeah. tried to explain to a guy one time. It's liar's mm-hmm. poker. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're familiar on how to play it? Yeah. Yeah. You okay. get the dollar bill. You, you get the serial yeah. number on the dollar bill. And then you go back and forth with everybody in the, in, in the circle, whatever, you know. A pair of twos, a pair of this, a pair of that, you know? And then when you say, okay, you know, I call or whatever, do you got them? And if I had them, yeah. I would say, no, I don't have them. Yeah, yeah. Now, if the guy checked my bill, okay. He's, he's going to know I was lying and he's going to take the money. But I started playing with guys who never checked the bill. They just took your word for it. So I, and then one guy called me out on it. Like he had <laughs> won some money that I had and he goes, you used this bill before and i asked you for fours oh and you said you didn't have any you didn't have it i go yeah i lied 
It's liar's poker. And he goes, that's cheating. I go, you can't cheat at liar's poker. He goes, no, that's cheating. And you're, you're the reason why the ship, the battleship sales went, went down. Cause <laughs> after a while people, <laughs> did you, is there a hit? Nope. Nope. You didn't hit me. Oh, please. I don't even want to go. That game is way too easy to cheat at. Yeah, yeah. Moving the ship around. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay. right. Yeah. Rob. What's that, bud? Let's talk about getting to know your, your territory manager. And um, I, I think this is important, man, because, you know, um, we always talk about it's gotten more complex now than ever before. There's more products out there. There's more systems out there used to be, as you always say, 36, 50, 80, screen it, stain it, done. There's just so, so many colors to choose from, so many sandpaper grits. Basically, we all did things pretty much the same way. Now it's all over the place. Technology's changed. I mean, look what, look what Bono's come out with just in the last few months. Um, I think it is important to know your territory manager. Uh, I was a territory manager. I think you were a territory manager too. Weren't you a territory manager? Yes, I was. Okay. So I think those relationships are important to me. I think, I mean, some guys, like I've had guys say, Wayne, uh, I know you are, if I need you, uh, you don't need to, you don't need to call me. I don't need to call you, but if I know, if I need something, I know you're there. Perfectly fine. I'm, I'm all, I'm totally fine with that relationship. But if you need a territory manager and over the years, I've had contractors that, that, you know, many of them to this day are, that turn out to be that, that are friends of mine. Some of them that I've, I've, there were young people that I would, uh, could help mentor them a little bit. Um, some of them educated me. Some of them, you know, just needed someone to holler at when they need something or whatever. And, and uh, I, I just think those relationships are important and they should be on your phone. And, um, you know, for reps, reps today is a much tougher job to be a rep today than I think it ever has been ever, by a landslide. Uh, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But I, I think with social media and, you know, I think people are more exposed and, and more vulnerable than they are at any other time, you know, that, that leash has gotten smaller with the, with the, you know, remember the days before cell phones, if you had to get a hold of a rep, you wait till you get back in his office or those type of things, or maybe there was a pager, but now everybody has a cell phone. So, um, um, you know, I think it's important to to, to, to know who your rep is and have a relationship with them and some just just reach out to the guys and let them know who you are um and i do think for the guys on the road the reps on the road i do think it is you know with the territories have gotten bigger in some cases um and so it is uh, i think a tougher job than it ever has been to be a rep but anyhow um I'm, and i'm not complaining i mean uh, I, you know we've both been contractors we know how hard that job is but i just think it'd be a good topic to talk about uh well wayne i don't know about you when you were contracting but i didn't even know that i had reps oh god here he goes anybody we never please don't mention pete please don't mention Um, i swear to god pete and i never got to know any of our reps i'm beginning to wonder if there really is a pete at all and what a huge mistake i think that was um you know one thing i want to touch on though um now that we're getting oh, into man. this type gotta, of season i don't know how much longer this is gonna is, go i'm gonna um, hope i get to go bass fishing tonight let's talk about last trip sucked moisture hmm. climate 
feel kind okay. of fat. People are really, uh, you I wonder what the appendix actually does. Here. You have got to watch your climate control. People are turning the heat off at night. Places are starting huh. to get really cold. This is when I wonder if left-handed really people are also left-footed. Your dew points. Okay, and I know that we've talked about it before, but let me just show another reason. I think when I jump, I always jump off my right foot. I wonder if that's because I'm right-footed sure or that you what. Know what that dew point is on the floor, so you're gonna okay, get please wrap up. Length. Wrap up. Okay. Okay. Um, here we go. Time to shine. Is we're gonna take the temperature. Well, I don't disagree with you, Rob, but I find sometimes people. Oh, here he comes, the great pontificator. You know, if you acclimate the floor like you're supposed to. Oh, please. And you listen please, to more fishing stories. What we've all learned in the NWFA over the years. I hope you can squeeze another floor of the year mark in there. You also need to look at relative humidity. You have to look at. Man, this dude can talk. The boards properly in the, in the job site when you need them to. And I think that is. Oh, yeah. What would Stan do? And mm -hmm. once you get into that habit, and all they are is habits. Yes, Wayne, we know you're a national adhesive manager. Go down that road, and all of a sudden, you start finding yourself doing that on How happy are his brothers now that they can breathe? You uh, you're, you might get away with it for like five jobs or six I wonder how many cats he's taken in since we started the show. It's just going to be, it's just going to make it all not worthwhile. I wonder if anybody could tell if I started trimming my fingernails right now. You know, you talk about getting to know the reps. You know, some of that education. On the floor with Robin Wayne. Is just no, passed down. That still doesn't work. You know, whoever to whoever. But having a good rep that can If it wasn't for YouTube, I could go get my charcoal lit right now. It's important. And when it comes right down to it. I'm pretty I sure Pete could definitely take him. I don't know. Maybe I, I think that's. We get it. You go to the gym to to early in the morning and you hate everybody who wants to talk to you. Well, let's let me break in here, Rob. So getting to know your territory managers. Give me some of the reasons why you feel that's important. Oh, definitely to keep you up to date on what's going on with Bona. We have so many products coming out. We have so many products that have come out over the past couple of years that if you're at least staying in touch with them, you're going to know what's new and also what's coming down the pipe. Yeah, I, th I think that's important. I mean, like you said, just look over the last few months that the things have come not only that they've come out but there might be some some little tips and techniques about how to use them and how other guys are using them and cut that learning curve down um uh, after all that's what the territory managers are there for that frankly that's what the regional training centers are there for you know uh, we talk about the new uh, diamond sanding plates you know it wouldn't be a bad idea if you want to check them out get them out on a on a, 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 a job or talk to your territory manager or bring them to the rtc and fool around with them um we also have a lot of product information and literature mm. and, and sometimes if you're not you know if, you, if you're not in the habit of kind of going through and finding where all that's at it's nice to have it at, right at your fingertips if you're talking to a homeowner and you need a safety data sheet or you need a technical data sheet or you need something like that or you need a sell sheet from bona i mean just being able to access our website very easily uh you've done with designers and, and architects Man, there's an architect's toolbox on there. Huge, right? Green Guard Gold certificates. So even just to Green have Guard a guy... certificates, lead certificates, right? Yep. That's all. That's your life, right? Yeah, yep. So even have the have the guy walk you through that. Have him bring you to lunch, or have him come out to a job, and 
just kind of uh, go through that kind of stuff and you know just to kind of just just to, to know that you'll have it handy when you need it uh you know the other thing about our guys they are a wealth of troubleshooting information i mean most of us were contractors at one point in time um before we came to bona and man i mean the information you know the great thing about rtms if they don't know something they can reach out to another tm and and a lot of them do you you know they network within themselves and everybody knows who's strong at what so we can get you answers you know right away it's funny because when i went on the adhesive side of the of our business um you know, people would call me and go, Wayne, what do you think about the sanding process for the power drive? And I tell them, I've been out of the loop now for several years on the power drive, but my go-to guy would be like a Brian Rathbun or Jeremiah Strong or, or Jeff Sheaves or whoever. We've got so many guys that would that I, I would defer them to those guys. You know, if you have a question about T-barring and, and rolling, well, wow. yeah, come on. Uh, you know, uh, that's never go away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, even God, I hate to give you your props because you know nobody can give it to you like you. But thank you. remember, a couple of years ago, I had Bum call you. Bum called me up one day, and he's like, "Talk to me about these natural oils." I think you know one of our competitors had just kind of started it up in the Albany area, and I said, "Dude, I would love to tell you what I know. I know a little bit." I said, "But call the man." And I gave him your number, and I remember, uh, you know, hearing back from both of you, you know, how great you thought he was, and how great he you thought he was. He was, and you. Let me try that again. How great you thought he was, and how great he thought you were. Mm, Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I'd never heard the end of it. You know. Well, when you grab a kit. When you grab a kid, it's like he's been homeschooled by someone who's never been the, been to school before. And you see the look in his eyes when he when you know he sees what the world is really like. Right. I almost cried. You know when that really started with him? Huh. When uh, he started really becoming a fisherman. Right? Like I brought him there and you know. Taught him the little things. I I wouldn't consider myself a great fisherman. Okay, I like to fish. I don't think I'm the best at it. Not even close. You know, I'm no Wayne Highlander. Mm-hmm. But the amount of things that he started saying after he started really fishing and becoming a master was like, wow, you really didn't know anything. He really was. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, like at the time he was, uh, I remember one time he was talking about, yeah, we should be go flipping docks or something when he was younger. And I said, oh my God, no, that's, you know, biggest waste of time. There's no fish under there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Mm. Self-taught bass fisherman. That's what yeah. I mean. Mm. All <laughs> right. Um, You know, there's been a lot of uh, changes in the industry, industry trends that uh, the, a lot of times the uh, territory managers will know about right away because they, we have such a, a great networking of territory managers at Bona that cover all different parts of the country. If you're in the Midwest, maybe they're seeing something out in California that you, you aren't seeing yet or vice versa, 
or maybe in Miami where a lot of, a lot of, a lot of trends start in Miami. And uh, we have guys that, that maybe ahead of the curve on, on oils and stuff like that with a craft oil, because they're using that, that market, you know, quicker than in other markets, we can pull that information. And of course, when we, we have all that together, we, you know, with, with you at the schools that, that you bring that knowledge. And the one thing about the schools that you've always said that we get guys, it's not only just what they learned at the school, but what they, they learn from each other is as big a part of the school as anything. And I think so that networking is important. Uh, so I, I guess what I hate, I would hate for guys to think like they're in a, in a, in a, on an island, you know what I mean? Where you can't get a hold of a guy or you don't have an, uh, uh, someone, because we, we say it all the time too. I, I think every one of us have said this is that, look, it don't even have to be our product. If you're on a job and you're stuck and maybe just, I have a guy who's way more experienced than I am. Um, and he'll call me just sometimes he goes, Hey, here's what I think. What do you think? And we'll kick it back and forth. And maybe he'll take some of mine and some of his, or maybe uh, he'll disagree with me. <laughs> Come on. That's not really true. There is it. Yeah. yeah. No, but maybe, he'll, uh... maybe he won't like my advice and maybe he'll go with, uh, you know what I mean? But like, it's like, it's like myself. Whenever I have a, like, I really want to know an answer to something or I'm really whatever, I call my brother Doug because I've known him for somewhat, you know, for my whole life, some, so many years. I've known him my whole life and I've worked with him for over 20 years and I know how he works and how he thinks. And I know if, if it's something that he endorses, I, that's good enough for me because I know him. So I, I think if you don't have a guy that you can, you can do that with, um, I maybe, you know, reaching out to the territory man, just a beginning relationship with these guys, I think is important. And, um, you know, it's not that they need to call you all the time or you want that type of uh, uh, interaction, but but just uh, to have that on your on your speed dial when you need something, I think, is a is a, you know, nice to have. Remember the shell answer, man. Remember those commercials? I do not. The shell answer, man. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it was old. It was like, uh, I would say, 70s or 80s commercial. Mm -hmm. And it was just this dude that had like the the uh white jacket on you know what do they call it you know oh like a like a yeah yeah you yeah uh, and it said shell right mm -hmm. and then somebody would just scream out a question to him you know like how how, how long is this motor rail gonna work you know how long is it when should we change our motor rail? and then the shell answer man would give you the answer you know and how can i get better miles on my car and the shell answer man he'd give you that answer mm. Now I'm really showing my age. You are, but you bring up it's something interesting. Shell answer, man. That's what these guys are. You bring up an in, you bring up an interesting thing though when you say that is because we don't work in an industry that is that straightforward, do we? You know what I mean? No. You change, you change your miles at three thousand miles or whatever. The flooring doesn't work like that. And I'll, I have to say this too: is that we may not have all the answers. You know, I, I always tell reps that no matter what what manufacturer you work for, I think one of the most important thing is you, if you don't know, say you don't know. Don't BS anybody. It's too much work. These jobs are too hard, and uh, you don't want to lead anybody down the wrong path. So that's important too. That you know, if you don't know, you don't know. I'd rather someone tell me that than tell me something that that's going to lead me down the wrong path. But I mean, there's a lot of well, there's thousands of years of experience at Bona. Uh, if you look across the room with all, all the contracts in there. So if we don't have the answer, we can usually darn sure get that answer for you. We'll get it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, you know, another great thing about our guys, um, you know, I know a lot of contractors out there. They don't carry a lot of inventory. You know, that's why Bona runs through distribution, just so distribution can can do that. But product availability, boy, our guys are fantastic at that. You need something in a pinch and the distributor, geez, I just sold my, you know, last case or whatever. Call your territory manager. He's going to know the closest guy to you and where to get it and how to get it. You know, I used to know a distributor that I, that I, that I dealt with that I could say to him sometimes, all right, man, it's Friday. I'm not going to be able to get there by the time you close. And pe- people are probably already know what I'm going to say. Can you put a case of traffic outside behind the dumpster and I'll pick it up on the way home? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of great distributor people that do that. Fantastic. They know that, that how important it is for us to get get the material, get on the jobs. So, and as a territory manager, I know we've all been there before too, where a guy goes, hey man, I don't have, I need two quarts of white stain. Uh, do you have anything? And maybe they do. And, it's, and, and it feels good to help somebody out like that. You know what I mean? So uh, that's always a, uh, a possibility that, you know what, or, or if I don't have someone uh, have the product, I know somebody who does have the product, I can make a call, you know, on your behalf. And uh, maybe he can give you a, a couple quarts or whatever, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, so you, know, you just never know. I just think it's important to network and network with good people. Absolutely. You know, the other thing about Bona and the Bona Territory Managers you know, I don't want to, I'm not saying anything bad about other manufacturers, but man, nobody has the lineup that we have as far as machines, abrasives, adhesives, finishes, stains, oils. Uh, help me out here, right? I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, it's, and now we're so big with the adhesives. Now I'm throwing installation in there. Mm-hmm. And our guys well, know, our guys know a lot about all of those things. Well, I, I almost hate to say this, but you, you've led me down this path. Uh-oh. Um, my floor of the year. Every single product that touched that floor from the ground up from the machine to the vacuum to the to the uh um uh, brush, sandpaper uh, tampico brush the craft oil wood filler every single thing that touched that floor the, the from the power station all the way up was a bonus product and that was important to me because i mean that's there's i don't know too many manufacturers that can from machines all the way down, all the way up is, is right. the same, same manufacturer. 100%. Yeah. You so. won floor of the year. Oh, that's not. Do you hear that? That's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, is it louder than it normally is? Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, um, I don't know. I, I just think that um, that it, that is important, and we don't want to drone on too much about it. But if you don't know your territory manager, also please you know check out the Bona website, which has been uh, 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 revamped, and you can find your territory managers on, or reach out to Rob and I, uh, uh, or what have you, or your distributor or whatever, and um, 
be more than happy. It would actually be honored that you would make the call and, and grateful for your partnership and thankful for your partnership. And, and uh, it would mean a lot to us, mean a lot to the guys. And uh, um, that's, hey, by the way, when I was talking about that, I want to mention, oh, um, I want to so anyway, one second real quick here. Um, the NWFA is coming up. And yes, you can say, Wayne, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's in 2023. Um, well, you know, it's too far off to think about. But we always get busy and we, you know, guys say, oh, man, I can't go because I didn't, I, you know, it, it kind of snuck up on me. Uh, so I want to tell you guys right now, because I hope to see everybody there. It is um, in Milwaukee this year. And it's 208 days, 16 hours, 6 minutes and 40 seconds away. I'm on the NWFA website, right? The Expo Countdown, 208 days, 16 hours, six minutes, and now 32 seconds. I hope, I, I hope everybody shows up for that, man. That is our time of the year. Put that on your calendar. Um, so uh, don't I, I, not go because it's Milwaukee. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me, let say me tell first. you something. Before you I do, love let me, Milwaukee. Let me get this out of here. I'm going to forget. Then you can go. It's May 2nd through the 4th. Okay. Now. Please pontificate. Don't not go because it's Milwaukee. Okay. I know a lot of people are going to think, ah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee is an awesome town. Have you spent any time there? One time years and years ago. Oh, yeah. my God. I, when guys are asking me, you know, my buddies and stuff, oh, what's your favorite town there? Everybody's not, oh, he's going to say Vegas or Nashville. Let me tell you, Milwaukee is right up there. We have a blast every time we did work in Milwaukee or we did trainings in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a fun town, great people, great downtown, very easy to maneuver. I'm telling you, uh, it, it was supposed to be in Milwaukee a couple of years ago. Yeah, and Wasn't right it? when the right when the yeah, pandemic hit. That's right, yeah. COVID hit, and but man, you will you will absolutely love uh, the town of Milwaukee. And it's at the Wilson Center. Yes, the Wilson Center. So um, 208 days away. Put it on your calendar, man. May 2nd through the 4th. I, I, I hope you do come there just because we'd love to see you and hang out. And, and uh, the network, we talk about network and the networking with the people. There's a great um, seminars and education and all kinds of good reasons to go there. And so, you know, there's a lot of like-minded people there that do what we do. So, yeah, I hope you do get a chance to show up. All right. We don't have to go on much more than that. Um, Rob and I really appreciate you listening to the, 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 uh, every episode that you listen to. <laughs> I don't take it for granted you listen to every episode. But, but we really do um, uh, appreciate it. And uh, thank you for that. So this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Mm-hmm.